You're listening to Off the Court, a show dedicated to making you the best version of yourself as an athlete and as a person. I'm Coach Jack, CEO and owner of Close the Gate Hoops. If you want to take your life and game to the next level, this is the podcast for you. Let's get it. What up, gatekeepers? Back at you with another episode of Off the Court. Today, again, I have Coach Aaron and Coach Connor joining me to talk about, honestly, one of my favorite topics that is actually near and dear to my heart because it's something my dad told me was probably the most important aspect to um, follow and practice throughout your life. And it's the, the concept and practice of balance. And what I mean by balance is that basically everything you do throughout your life to find a sense of content and happiness feeling, you have to find the middle ground with everything. So balancing out everything. And this goes with everything from sports, um, religiously to life, anything in that realm, it all has to do with balance. For example, um, practicing, people do this all the time. People think to be really, really flexible that it can make you jump higher. Well, actually, if you're too flexible, that can be bad for you and you can actually hurt yourself more. And if you're under flexible, then that can also increase your chance of injury. So that's a perfect example of finding balance. Um, Another perfect example of practicing balance in our own lives is me, Coach Aaron, and Coach Connor just went on a trip to New Orleans and Gulf Shores, Alabama. And um, we haven't really talked about it, but trying to figure out and schedule three-on-three with over 100 kids is probably one of the most stressful things that anyone can do. Um, and taking that break, um, and vacation of a week to just not think about CTG and to just enjoy our time with our friends was a great example of practicing balance and doing things like that is necessary to keep a clear head and living a happy life. Um, so I was going to give that little intro on my stance on balance and I'll talk about it more later, but this is actually a topic that Aaron picked as well with me. So Aaron, why don't you start us off, um, on some of the points you want to talk about on practicing balance throughout our life? Yeah, that was absolutely much needed vacation. Um, but we, so, so here at CTG, we're like constantly preaching about, about hard work, um, and we don't want you to get the idea that you just need to be constantly grinding, never take breaks, never stop, right? Because that's that's just how you wear yourself out. And and it's something that we, Jack likes to talk about too, it's overtraining. Because um, when you overtrain, that can lead to like things like injuries or becoming um, uh, burnt out, things like that. Um, so when I, when I was running um, in high school, I kind of, I, I, I would take the summer off and my coaches would get mad at me because, um, <laughs> they wanted me to train all summer, but I, I would always take the summers off because I, I knew that if I didn't take that summer off and I ran all year round, I would get completely burnt out and not enjoy it anymore. Um, and so I, I guess that's just an example of, of me trying to balance out my life, I guess. And it's the law of diminishing returns. Like if you constantly work hard your returns by the end of it are going to be way worse than your initial um, reason for working hard. And that goes right with overtraining with anything. And that's why, yes, we do preach working hard. Work ethic is probably the number one thing that stands out um, from any household names or anyone that you view as relative term of successful. Um, But you have to work smart with that work hard. And working smart is knowing when you're overtraining or um, when you're getting on the brink of overtraining and when you need to take that break to balance out um, whether you're training or in your life in general. Yeah, and uh, it, I mean, it parallels really well with with 
what my kind of philosophy was when I was running because the, I mean, we'd, we'd have like a really hard workout day. And then the next day, the most important thing was that you would recover. So like, it's not like you're just constantly grinding and pounding away and trying to get, I mean, you're trying to get as better as, as fast as possible, but you, in order to do that, you need to be able to recover and rest. You need, you need to be able to balance that out. And that's, that's actually something I didn't understand until recently. Like if you, I used to just go hard as I could every single day. Mm -hmm. So say I started on Monday and I go really, really hard for a workout. And then I go Tuesday really, really hard for a workout. By the time I get to Wednesday, my really, really hard workout's like 60%. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gaining, and this is the number one reason I think I can't jump high, is because I never gave my legs time to recover and actually reach um, maximum explosion. That's why you need to have plan out like hard on-court sessions and then light on-court sessions so that when your explosion from day to day will reach its peak value. Mm-hmm. But if you just constantly go hard, you're going to lose that explosion over time, which is exactly what I did. Yeah, it's all about that balance. You got to find the middle ground between uh, being lazy and having an extremely hard work ethic. You got you to find a balance. So we've been talking a lot of balance within the training realm. Um, and in terms of life, Connor actually practices this um, better than anyone I know, and that's the balance of family. And this is something I need to get better at as well. But Connor's talked about this on a previous podcast, but his family goes to um, dinner. Like everyone that is in Janesville that c- could make the dinner, um, they normally have a family dinner on Sunday. And that's a perfect example of practicing balance so that they never fall um too far away from each other because every single week they come together and they regroup and they talk about what they did and things of that nature. That's a perfect example of practicing balance. And is that something you want to elaborate a little more on Connor and other ways that you've been practicing it? Yeah. So like Jack said, and I think I've spoke upon this in previous pod, maybe one podcast or maybe a couple, but like my balance with my family, I think is perfect. Um, like some families don't get to see their extended family. So whether that be cousins, aunts, uncles, even grandma and grandpa, but I could see, I get to see my, all of those people almost every Sunday. Um, I mean, time permitting, like if something's going on or if we're all up North somewhere or if one family's up North, but we all try to make it. Not everyone makes it every Sunday. It's just cause people got stuff going on, but it's a great way for, um, us to catch up on each other, even though it's only been a week and it's, I'm definitely very thankful that my extended family, um, on my mom's side is all in Janesville. And we talked about, we have our own episode on family is the core of happiness, but family, just like anything can also be overextended to the point where it can't have the law of diminishing returns. Cause if you spend all your time with family, then you're never going to be able to reach contentness and happiness from other areas of your life, like your career or um, your relationships, like a girlfriend or boyfriend. And um, this is actually something I think I did a good job in high school as well. Most people in high school um, find themselves always with their friends. Uh, Initially, I did have that. I was never home like eighth and ninth grade year. Um, but then obviously the party scene came into effect. So I try to stay clear of that. So I think I had a good balance of, um, hanging out with friends and then also spending time with family. 
Um, but that's it. everything can be too much of and too little of. You got to find that sweet spot. It is. It is crazy to think when I picked this topic, I was just kind of thinking of a bunch of different examples. And it's literally like every single thing that you can think of, there can always be too much of it and there can always be too little of it, which is kind of it's just kind of cool to think about that. And that's that's why I think like um, most of the the people that we look up to that's the number one thing that separates them from everyone else is because they find that sweet spot. They spend that little time with family. They spend that little time for their career. They spend that little time um, getting more athletic or their health. And each day is strategically made to get almost 1% better at each of those. And that honestly is um, when we find true content is when we find that perfect balance. Yeah, going back to what Aaron said, you can almost... For literally anything, you can go back to it and think, is there too little or too much of it? I know, like, just for going back to my example of, like, every Sunday dinner, there's definitely times where, I don't know, like, two family members will get in an argument about politics. And you just (laughs) think, and now that I think about it, it's like, okay, take a step back, might be too much, like, I don't know. And that's, that's another good example. Arguments can be good to an extent. Arguing too much is bad. Arguing too little is actually bad also because you have to have two sides of a coin. You need to get other people's opinion to form a better opinion of your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's like literally everything could you can practice balance. So the, like literally the number one reason why I wanted to do this, this was the biggest thing for me because just in general right now, life is increasingly becoming more and more fast paced and it's becoming, there's there's more and more things to think about the more that we progress, I guess. That's a good take. Um, So, (laughs) so um, as life is becoming so fast paced, it's, it's important to realize to slow down every once in a while. Right now, mental health is like a huge issue. And you often hear that, you know, the younger generations now are so soft, but it's, it's becoming harder and harder to be able to balance everything out because there's more things to worry about. Um, and that's why, it, I mean, a huge part of balance is organization, right? Organization of your mind, um, things like that. And you, you, you have to be able to try to slow down and um, not just be going 100% every time with everything. And that's another perfect example. People think being sad, you should never be sad. Not being sad enough is actually a bad thing mm-hmm. because what people do is they try and hold it in for this for as long as they possibly can. And then they eventually blow up because they were trying to hold in their sadness and things of that nature. So it's another thing. Being sad too much, yes, that's not good. Because when you're sad too much, that's, in my opinion, um, it's kind of a lack of gratefulness and not realizing majority of people that have it. Like when we were in New Orleans and we were looking around um, parts of the city, it's crazy how blessed, especially from the city of Janesville, all of us are. Mm -hmm. And all of us take that for granted. And... um, we're not saying it's bad to be sad, but we're saying being sad too much and thinking like things like I remember in high school, th- my thoughts were like, my life sucks. My life's unfair. It's not like that at all. Mm-hmm. We're, we're extremely blessed and we need to be more grateful for that. Uh, especially right now. I mean, working with close the gate um, really closely with Jack and Connor, I've, I've come to realize how, I mean, before I joined Jack, I didn't really realize how much was really going into this. Like it, you know, you hear that we're running a, a basketball training company. You're just like, oh, they're just teaching kids how to play basketball. But there's so much more that goes into it. And it's like, it's extremely hard to balance. But I think the biggest reason why 
I think we're all able to do it is because we're able to balance out tasks to each other. We're able to organize them and things like that. Um, so I guess that's just, I mean, that's a huge reason why we're able to do this. And that's and me trusting Aaron and Connor to do a lot of tasks that I give them is another art of practicing balance. Like I have no idea where close the gate would be if I didn't have these two right next to me and Ike, our film guy, of course. Um, but the reason we were able to grow so much is because we did balance out those tasks. So that's a great example, Aaron. Yeah, I don't... Before you hired uh, Ike, me and Aaron, like... I would just think I'd obviously follow CTG on Instagram, Twitter and everything social media wise, but like TikTok, it's just the little things like two TikToks a day. You have, you got to edit those TikToks. That takes time. You just, it's the super little things that, um, like since Jack hired me and Aaron and Ike, like that he doesn't have to worry about and definitely reduces and improves Jack's mental state. And like right now too, these podcasts, these podcasts take a lot of time. I mean, take time to plan for it. You got to make an outline for every single podcast. They take time to record. And then of course they take time to edit. And then you have to take time to post it on every single social media thing. Like there's so many things that go behind the scenes, but it all comes back to intent. We love making these podcasts. Um, and the reason for that is because our goal is to influence as many lives as possible. And so that's why I always come back to that. Um, and that's why we love doing it. I mean, that's why I think balance is one of the biggest keys to being successful, right? I mean, like any anybody that wants to have a goal or wants to be successful, right? You're not going to be able to do that without balancing out your life. I mean, people, people, a lot of people will define their own success as having a ton of money, lots of cool cars, a big house, right? But in reality, I mean, again, you got to have a balance. You can't just be flashy and all of this because a lot of times those people are the ones that are that are not the happiest. Yeah, seriously. And that's also um, reminding me of something too, Aaron. It's almost ba practicing balance is like a domino effect because like when you're overtraining, like all I did in high school was shoot. That's literally all I did. I shot, 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 ran my body into the ground. If I would have practiced the art of balance by trying to spend a little bit of time with friends, a little bit of time with family, maybe more time with my dog, that would actually help my recovery process with my training. Mm -hmm. So by doing that, that's actually helping um, other aspects of my life by trying to practice that balance. So it has a domino effect on like every little thing you do and habit throughout mm -hmm. your life. Yeah. And I mean, I like tying this into being a basketball player, um, it's like if you, it's like in basketball, right? You don't want to just be a knockdown shooter and terrible at everything else. You don't just want to be really good at rebounding and a terrible shooter and scorer, right? I mean, because the best kinds of basketball players are the ones that you can't take off the court because they don't have any weaknesses, right? Yes, if you're sure. if you're a point guard and you can you can shoot and you can score really well, but you keep turning the ball over, it's hard for a coach to keep you on the court because you're going to keep turning the ball over, right? So it's really important to be able to balance out what you're working on, right? And that's why we chase failure, so you can work on things you're not good at, so you can become more well-rounded. For sure. Um, that's why LeBron's better than Michael Jordan. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> but you do. You, you look at all those great basketball players, and 
all of them, they, they base, yes, everyone does have weaknesses in terms of micro weaknesses. Mm -hmm. Like LeBron could probably get a little bit better at shooting mm -hmm. or something of that nature. But when you look at their game as a whole, every really, really good basketball player, they were all super balanced. There wasn't any holes in their game. Mm -hmm. And that's how their weaknesses like become more specific because mm -hmm. they're just less... They're they're more well rounded, so they have to start becoming more. They're more micro, if that For makes sure. sense. Yeah, because you you start with your weaknesses is they're bigger, but mm -hmm. the more and more you work on them, they just get smaller and smaller and smaller. Mm -hmm. But they're still there, like yeah. they're infinite. Yeah, like the the when a ki when a, when our kids come in and they're like in like second grade, we ask them what their weaknesses. They'll be like uh, shooting, or like <laughs> dribbling, right? But the the high school kids, you know, it might be like mid post or uh, you know step back threes or something i don't know for for sure that's a great point we constantly preach chasing failure um meaning that you're gonna mess up and you, you know it's not always fun to mess up but you also there's got to be a balance because you've got to be able to enjoy the process and enjoy what you're doing um because in reality if you're not really enjoying your life it's kind of you're kind of wasting your time if that makes sense um and that's a huge reason people get burnt out because they're not enjoying their time they're not enjoying what they're doing and they see those goals ahead. So that's why they're trying to, to chase failure and they're trying to mess up so they can enjoy their time later. But if you're just wasting all this time, just unhappy, there's, there's really not much of a point of doing it. If well, that makes sense. And to spend the process and enjoy the process, you have to be in the right state of mind and there's no better way to be in the right state of mind than practicing balance. Like just to go off of, um, you must enjoy the process. It's kind of, I just kind of thought of like school during school, like this year, you'd just have stress all the time. You felt like Monday through Friday, but like to cope with that, to balance your stress, you need to have things to like enjoy in your life. Like whether those are like mine might be playing basketball after I just did three hours of homework. Um, going to hang out with friends and family and or sitting down and watching the Bucks play or watching a movie. There's things that you would love to get to, but you at the same time, you need to help yourself at the same time. Well, and with anything, you have to be in the right state of mind to actually get the full effect. Like training in a better mood will give you better results. Like if you're not in a good mood, you're not going to get as much. Um, as good of results. And the number one thing that can um, increase you as a player is, I always say this, is max intent. You have to be 100% focused on whatever movement or action you're doing. And if you're not in the right state of mind, you're probably thinking about something else. Like if you're shooting and you're thinking about an argument you got during the day in high school, that your, your, your improvement on the shooting that you're doing right now would be much less if you were just focusing on the act. Like I'm in the, I'm in this gym right now to get better at basketball. Um, so a lot of that is focus and that directly results from how content we are and how well we're practicing balance. It's being in the moment, being in the moment. Um, so to recap gatekeepers, the number one uh, piece of life piece of life advice my dad gave me was practicing balance, and that goes through everything in your life. And you can um, you can do a self evaluation of this as well. And I think there's something I'll actually Google this right now. You guys know Dave Ramsey, right? Mm -hmm. He's a financial um, he's a financial I've heard, guy. But I've heard his name before. Yeah, he does he does some life stuff too. And Dave Dave Ramsey has this like seven 
seven wheel of life. So like seven main aspects of life that you should work on. Um, but that's kind of, so like right here, and this goes for more adults, gatekeepers, if you're younger listening to this, but he calls it the wheel of life and you have career, financial, spiritual, physical, intellectual, family, and social. That is a perfect example of practicing balance. And what you could do is go through all of those and think of things that you're spending too much time with and too little time with. Um, but things like that, that's a perfect example of practicing balance is the wheel of life. If any of you gatekeepers are finding yourself um, in a rut or not in a good place lately, just think of balance and finding that balance with everything you do. That's how you're going to find um, true content and true happiness. Do you guys want to do a little speed round? Of course. Okay, okay. You heard me talk about Dave Ramsey's seven wheel of life, right? Yes. What's What's the number one thing out of all those that you could do a better job of practicing balance? Can you say them again? Career, family, spiritual, financial, social, physical, and intellectual. Dang, those are good. Intellectual, for sure. So self-improvement? Yeah. Okay. Well, kind of like my, 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 my own mind, I think, would be mine. Yeah. So, like, just improving yourself um, on how smart you are and stuff and... Um, oh, yeah. And how you think, like, your mindset. Mm-hmm. That would definitely be mine. Okay. Mine, personally, would probably be spiritually. I mean, I used to be super religious, but I've been uh, probably pretty distant from God as of late, and a lot of that has to do with... Um, my busy work schedule. Mm-hmm. That's a perfect example. I got to do a better job of practicing balance and finding time. Honestly, these I'm trying, I'm trying to improve on that too. Yeah. There's, and, there's a couple of those that I would say that I think spirituality is necessary to live a f- fulfilled life and not, not saying any religion is better than the other religion, but, um, the older and older you get, the more and more it's going to sink in that you're going to leave at some point. And, um, to live a life of, betterment of other people you have to have that aspect of Mm -hmm. spirituality one my favorite part of it is it gives you like faith like it gives you something to like Mm -hmm. to see to look forward to or to like first of all it it sets your values and you kind of like can live in a certain way and then it just gives you faith and something to look forward to and it gives you like hope and knowing that you're not just gonna like be gone forever one day you'll just you'll live a a better overall life in terms of people around you Mm -hmm. and just yourself Mm -hmm. uh mine would be I think intellectual too, just because self-improvement and you can always make yourself better and other people around you better. That's, that's good. These are the three that I could do better. I could be better spiritually. I should spend more time with my family. Um, and social. Western conference, final matchup, Eastern conference, final matchup, then finals matchup and winner. Okay. We got the bucks and the 76ers. The Bucks are going to the finals. Then for the West, ooh, what do we want in the West to go? Uh, let me think. The Lakers are losing first round to the Suns. <laughs> that is bold. <laughs> that is um, bold right there. Chris Paul's coming back. Uh, who's the Who's the three? The Nuggets. The Nuggets, they're going to lose. Dang, who's going to come out of the West? Bro, Barkley. The Grizzlies. Barkley said his finals matchup at the start of the year was the Blazers and Bucks. Whoa. I like it. I'm going Blazers in the finals versus Whoa. the Bucks. Oh, who's winning? The Bucks. Obviously. That's actually good. I like that. That's crazy cuz when I first heard that, I thought it sucked, but that might happen. I would say are the Clippers are the Cl- Are the Clippers down 2-0 right now? Yes, the Clippers are going to lose. Wow. I think they're going to lose. All right, I'll go Well, the Bucks are obviously going to the finals. They're going to beat the 76ers in the conference finals and then 
It's tough to pick against the Lakers, dude. I think Mavericks Blazers is a realistic matchup. Really? I got the Lakers, dude. I got I got the Lakers Bucks in the finals. I got the Bucks winning. Your question. Um, if you could live anywhere other than right here in Janesville, <laughs> where would you live? Funny question, dude. Uh, I my mom's always talked about uh, living in South Carolina. So honestly, I'm probably. I mean, we'll still have CTG all over Wisconsin, but we're probably gonna move CTG down too to wherever my mom goes. Stay close to family. Uh, I have a couple family members in Florida. Um, except I've been to Florida too much. I go there for like every year for vacation. So I would say, uh, Alabama, Texas, maybe, maybe Louisiana. Connor loves Louisiana. Uh, I'm going, I'm going down to the bayou, baby. (laughs) Going on to the South. I mean, I think I used to think about this all the time is I always thought I would stay in Janesville, but you hear me on this podcast preaching about not um, playing it safe mm-hmm. and not want to take risks. Janesville is a super like, you know what you're going to get in Janesville. Like it's not bad, mm-hmm. but it's not amazing as well either. Um, so I honestly think I will move out of Janesville when I get older just because I'm, I'm a risk taker and I want to see what else life's like on the other side. My dream would be to live in like multiple different places. Like live mini well well i mean like yeah like live somewhere a couple years go try something new go try something new because i just kind of i want to explore you know i want to see travel different places yeah for sure thank you gatekeepers for listening to another episode um of off the court i really hope you soaked in this information about balance because this is the number one piece of life advice that my dad gave me and that um Even I can do a better job of practicing, but I know this is how you truly find um, content throughout your life and true happiness. So thanks again, gatekeepers, Coach Aaron, Coach Connor, and me, Coach Jack. We out, baby. Peace.